The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. The saying, I'm just not a maths person, doesn't cut it for my next guest. He believes that people are misled into thinking they're bad with numbers when, in fact, they have actually something called maths anxiety. Now, with me now is uh, the CEO of Breakthrough Maths. It's an online grind school, TJ Hegarty. Uh, TJ, good morning. Good morning, Pat. Now, what is maths anxiety? Maths anxiety is a fear of numbers and it's it affects some people more than others and it's almost just like this paralyzing effects this anxiety that's just driven by comprehension by people seeing numbers and the inability to do maths because of it um where does it come from i mean are people you know born with an ability to do maths or born without that ability no i don't think so like maths is you're learning maths from a very young age you know from 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 montessori school upwards and there's so many things that affect it from the home environment at home uh, to the school environments to the teachers you have and then to factors along the way along tests along the way that that happen and so i think you you develop it over time and i've seen students myself going from Students who are bad at maths to students who are then excelling at maths with a, li- with, with a little bit of confidence help. Now, uh, kids at a very early age develop a, a sense of numbers. I mean, if you have uh, the palms of both hands outstretched and yeah. in one palm you have two Smarties or two M&Ms yeah. and in the other you have four Smarties or four M&Ms and you offer them to the child. You can say, I have one or the other. What does the child do? <laughs> I just grabs both hands and takes all the Smarties. <laughs> the child takes the four Smarties. Um, that, that's the reality of yeah. it, given a choice. Yeah. So uh, kids uh, have a, an innate sense of, you know, quantities. Yeah. So they're starting at a very early age or if they're swapping yeah. uh, with their pals, yeah. they have an innate sense of the value of, of things. What is it about the formality of maths training, be yeah. it at uh, kindergarten or at primary school level, that suddenly scares people. Yeah, and it's ironic. And, and I could, I can almost pinpoint a particular time in education when people really struggle. It's in second year, around November, December, when algebra is really upped and students face algebra. There's a whole host of numbers and letters and students get very confused. And it's, it's this, it's the pressure of maths. And the thing about maths, i got to get this across to your listeners. Maths is so unique. Maths is the only subject where you're going to try and fail and try and fail constantly. In a given lesson, you'll be in within two or three minutes failing failing or making mistakes and questions. And that, on some students, what happens, that failure compounds and it affects their confidence. Are, are you saying, because it's, it tends to be binary, um, you're doing a calculation and it's either right or it's wrong. That's Whereas it. if you're writing an essay in English... Yeah. It's not right or wrong, it's good or bad or middling, mm-hmm. uh, but you're graded in a kind of a, a, a gentle way, I that's suppose, it. compared to the, the, no, that's wrong, zero. That's it. I see it myself. We're, at Breakthrough Maths, we were teaching classes of students from all abilities. So I've taught students myself from all ages and all abilities. Actually, something we've noticed uh, myself in our classes recently is that if maths anxiety is beginning to affect girls more than boys... And I'd seen it myself, right? I was teaching a second year class of, and it was a mix of girls and boys. You're not a maths teacher. Uh, well, I've been teaching maths myself privately for almost 10 years. So Privately, but, yeah. you know, in, in the schools, yeah. when you were in the classroom, were you teaching maths? No, no, I wasn't teaching maths. We, uh, but I've, 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 I've seen myself, so I understand. I actually struggled with maths myself initially, so I had to learn the hard way. And we, like, I was teaching this class of students, and what I began to see, Pat, was that, like, in the class, you were asking questions and the boys were kind of taking over, taking over the conversation more than girls and that they were answering questions more than the girls and the girls were almost afraid to answer, right? And so what, I, like, we've, we've got over 700 students at the moment and I'm, 
digging in and, ring, and ring the parents afterwards and asking, hey, like, uh, what's up with your child? Is, is there something that's happening at home? And it's something I've, a common trend I've seen is that girls have, that, have, have higher maths anxiety than boys and the research then backs it up. Now, uh, they have anxieties. Uh, does it run down through the generations? Not genetically, but because uh, often uh, you have girls who have uh, a teacher who doesn't teach them well. Then they grow into adults. It's homework time. The algebra has to be done. And the message is, go talk to your father. He'll help you with <laughs> the maths. And uh, talk to me about the French. Yeah. How many times have I picked up the phone to parents and like, Oh, listen, I'm no good at the maths myself, but my hobby is, and, and he'll, he'll sort it, but he's no time at the moment. And I'm like, no, no, no. That is not how maths is done. Like, maths is not about the answer. Maths is not about being right or wrong. It's about steps. And that's what we're trying to do at Breakage Maths. And what I've seen that happens in schools is they get, uh, people get hooked on getting being right or wrong. And that is not the point. And that stigma at home, right? That's saying, oh, I was never good at maths myself, and my hobby is. That affects, that rolls on to the students and that, they bring that through. Now, I'm just wondering uh, to what extent that comes through then in the schools, because uh, the schools, as you know, are quite largely populated by female teachers. So if you've got that in a primary school where a teacher teaches all the subjects and you have a cohort of people who grow up thinking that they're no good at maths because of whatever reason, uh, then they reinforce that in their own classrooms. True, I'm, I'm not so sure, but like if there's something in the whole STEM field, right? And, and if you look at leaders in STEM as well, the whole role model is part of a path. Like all your tech companies are, are driven by these kind of these male dominated industries, right? And your, your icons, your Steve Jobs of the world are all male, right? And it's hard to look up to in STEM to if you're seeing all these male driven people who are generally driven by this whole culture, right? That boys are taught to be brazen and brave and girls are taught to be perfect, and I see that come through. I've had students, I've had girls, right, who have been brilliant at maths. I've seen their work and they've got to exams and they just haven't done anything for me. They haven't even attempted questions. And So, so is it that they are afraid to be wrong? Afraid to uh, be Whereas wrong. the lads don't care. Do, do you know, there's a thing about CVs that, that uh, a job will be advertised and the lads will apply. They look at the, the spec yeah. and they say, well, I don't have that. And I don't. I sure I'll have a go. <laughs> yeah. The girl looks at the, 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 the spec of the job and says, well, I don't have that. So I'm not qualified. I won't enter. I won't try. And this is just a largely a math problem. Because maths, you're going to try and fail every couple of minutes in the exam in the class. Isn't the the issue with maths as well that it's cumulative? As you go through the modules, you have to have mastered module one. Um, I remember when I was doing maths at a very high level in, in university in America, and you couldn't do maths 102 as a postgraduate until you'd done maths 101 and passed it. And that's true of everything you're doing. You might start with uh, standard ordinary arithmetic and so on then you're going on to more complex things then you're going on to algebra then you're going on to trigonometry and calculus and all the rest of it and really you can't do the advanced maths unless you've gone through all the other stages and that drives frustration you're so right that drives frustration like how many parents come to me saying listen he or she can't they just don't know how to do statistics or, or trigonometry or calculus and it all comes back to probably a part in first or second year or even sixth class where they miss the fundamentals of algebra. And that's the frustration of maths. It's cumulative. If you miss a part of it, it has, knocks, it has a knock-on effect right through the whole school year. I remember my um, younger daughter, Nicole, saying to me, Dad, what is it with cos and sine and tan? And I had to explain to her, these are only labels. Yeah. They actually forget about you know, what they might mean. It's not a giraffe or an elephant. Yeah. It's just a label. 
Yeah. And that's and you've got to understand how the label applies. Uh, some of the uh, texts coming in, there are many. The problem is teachers are too busy and won't spend time with slow learning students in all subjects. I had a difficulty in maths uh, from the time I started school to the day I finished. So it's not just maths anxiety. I did honour maths junior and leaving cert did quite well, yet uh, with my children I send them to their dad for help. I panic and I still dream it's the night before the leaving cert and I've forgotten everything. And I did my leaving cert 30 years ago. Here's the problem with maths, or at least how it's treated in the exam syllabus. I was decent at maths, did honours for the Leaving Cert, but it probably took up 60% of my study time just to get a B3. And the hours it takes to study honours maths is not rewarded enough in the Leaving Cert. Honours maths needs to be awarded double points to make it more attractive on the Leaving Cert. Like, those, they're such common queries I get from people. And I, like, I want to get across to your listeners. I myself found maths really hard. In school, I had to work really hard at it. Maths, if you can understand the basics and break it down to steps, it is so doable. I've seen students transform with that little bit of confidence kick, that hand on the shoulder and to turn around their maths abilities. And girls in particular, when I highlight that problem, that, hey, listen, maths about trying and failing. And if you can understand that, you, you'll accept, you'll accept yeah. the exams that come and people turn Some around. of the changes in the curriculum, though, are a bit daft. You know, they, they want to make them real-world problems. So the ship is going uh, due east uh, from a port and is going to arrive there. And the captain's name is John. And he has a first mate whose name is Mary. And, and they confuse it, of course. To an extent, I don't. But to an extent, people really pick on that. But the fundamental thing, if you look at the, how the marking scheme is broken down, you get rewarded for the steps you do. You didn't get rewarded for understanding the whole question. What's the captain's name? John. Five marks. <laughs> oh, no. no, I'm not a believer. Anyway, Breakthrough Maths is a, an online grind yeah. school and you are the owner and yeah. CEO of it. Uh, TJ Hegarty, thank you very much for joining us. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk.